spoken way. He lurked in the shadows, waiting and hoping she wouldn't take a different room. This was a usual room. He knew that. He knew her. Ghost of Me, the new book by Amanda Steele, can be found at Amazon, Kobo, Waterstones and many, many other places. Hi guys, it's Andy N. Thanks today for downloading or streaming yet another episode of Spoken Label. As you may or may not be aware, Spoken Label was started in the beginning of 2006 and currently we have well over 150 sessions recorded and sent. Although you can find it on various networks, the full archive is available for streaming and downloading at Spoken Label Full Stop Bandcamp.com. It is a free download or free streaming there. But obviously, if you feel like chucking me a few pennies that way, it'd be eternally grateful to help me keep this podcast going and keep improving my equipment, etc. Enjoy. Speak to you soon. Bye bye. Hi guys, Andy N, Spoken Label, back in the house on Zoom again today, and they're over into Wales today, you know, I owe this lady, I'm going to say this now, I owe this lady a huge apology, so I've kept her waiting for 15 minutes because I've lost track of time, so I've got Stephanie Finnegan with me today, and I've been looking forward to chatting to Stephanie for a couple of weeks now since we booked this appointment, because her name's come up in several several bits and pieces on the mark of the fields I cross, so I'm looking forward to this one now. Stephanie. Would you like to first of all introduce yourself to everybody? Tell them who you are, of course, <laughs> and where you Richard come from and what led you into your creative path you're on now. Hello, everybody. Um, my name is Stephanie Finnegan, and I was born in this form in Liverpool. And now I live in Abergelly. Brilliant. Now, obviously, I know you've, you've, you've told me before you lived, you were living over at one point in Bangor as well, until about a year yeah. and a half ago as well. Yeah, I've lived lots of different places. Having um, noise and dancing words as my passion has meant that I've been lucky enough to get to move around an awful lot with different things. So, yeah, yeah, it's been lovely. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, I know a few people like that. Uh, I've done managed to move around all over the lines, basically, with the words as well. So I've stayed much more central because I've travelled, but always lived in Manchester. So that makes sense. I'm not brilliant. Now, obviously, I know there's a lot we could talk about you today here as well. I know you don't just do poetry. You also do a lot of music as well. So what came first then for you when you, when you were younger and your creativity? To be honest, I've never seen them as separate. Yeah, no, I get you. Go on, sorry, yeah. I once got disqualified from a poetry slam because my poem was too melodic, too much like a song, and I was really confused because, to me, it's the same. It's so the same. Like, doth melody not a poem make, you know? Like it's that's what it, I wrote my first song when I was five years old. Um, it was a rap that my mum still knows the words to because she's amazing. <laughs> and I wrote rhyming diaries from 
when I could write and have like kept, I don't know, I've got like hundreds of like poetry and song books. And most of the time when I'm writing, it's the, the words themselves will tell me what they want to be. I just get a sense from them, you know, whether they want to as a poem or whether they want to live as a song or a rap or just some dancing thing or whatever, you know, like it's, I, I am at the whim of, of them a lot of the time. <laughs> like, I like it. It's like it's similar pattern to myself because I'm not just a poet. I've done lots of short stories and we've got a novel on the go and everything. I think you're right. It's, you don't know what it's going to be sometimes until perhaps when you're halfway through it or, even sometimes when you've actually wrote the thing, it's finished and you're sat there thinking, I don't have a clue what that was until you finished it. Yeah, I get you completely with that. So, no, brilliant. It's magic that you, you're able to do, like, novels and stuff. I think that kind of mind is a really magical mind. Like, the ability to... I find writing songs and poems really easy. I find it quite effortless most of the time. Um, and... But yeah, for someone, I really admire people who can write novels and because it literally means that you're able mentally to create a whole other world and then hold that world in your mind while you microscope onto moments, different tiny moments between people. I think that's cosmic. It's so cool. You'd go on with my partner, Amanda, because Amanda's done about five, six novels now she hasn't. I don't know how she does it. Yes, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd I'll put you in touch with her. She's well worth speaking to, you and I don't know how she does it, Phil. I really don't know. <laughs> but like, it's yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it's I think it's just a way. Of sometimes they say sometimes, don't they? You're training your brain to work certain ways, but I think you're the other way where you're keeping it's the other side. But you're leaving your, your mind that open. You're letting it just flow in whatever natural way. Yeah. I feel like I do, I'm very lucky that I've been given the opportunity to do poetry workshops with um, little kids and big, big kids that society calls adults. Um, And very often that's the game that I play, like with people is to say that for me, the writing game is a game and it's a game like any truly deep, enjoyable experience in life, it requires surrender. And it yeah. requires go. You have to let go. Because if you, if, you, if you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to write something today, and then you start writing, and then you allow your monkey mind to talk to you while you're writing, and your monkey mind is like, oh, that's, that's, you need to change that. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, that needs to be done. Oh, you never get nothing done. You never get anything written. You have to let go and just let it be what it's going to be. And if you want to edit it afterwards, yeah, fine, play with that afterwards. But don't, don't disturb the beauty of the act of flow with editing, you know? Like, two separate streams in my feeling. Yeah, yeah, I get completely agree with what you're saying there. Like when you're doing your workshops, you're, am I right in thinking that when you do your workshops then, the art of it is to get that first draft down and then if you want to later on edit it down, but 
yeah, just coverage it, get it all out, basically. To me, I think that, like, obviously everybody processes information differently. Like, um, I'm not very gifted with numbers. Other people are very gifted with numbers. Um, I can draw a little bit, but nowhere near like other people can draw. And everyone processes in their own way. But I truly feel like we are all to varying degrees at the whim of, you know, very oppressive systems. And we all require outlets to maintain our mental health. And it is the allowance, like everyone feels judged and questioned enough in society you shouldn't have to put up with that too much in your own creative time, I think. Like, yeah, it's meant to be a release. It's meant to be a letting go. This is all just my opinion. It's, like, meant to be, for me anyway, it's getting it out. Because if you're able, everyone's mind is a dancing thing. If you're, if you're able to let it out, give it a full stop, give it form and function, somehow turn it maybe into something beautiful that someone else is able to feel less alone through. Oh my God, like how magical, what majesty, you know? Like, yeah, for me, it's always just been necessary to maintain my mental health. If I wasn't able to write, if I didn't have a book and a pen at all times growing up, I would have been so, so, so much worse off than I have been. And if ever I won the lottery, that would be the first thing I'd do is go and buy every single person in the world a book and a pen. <laughs> do you have Love one it. of these? Do you have one of these? Would you like a hug? <laughs> like, yeah, brilliant. No, no, great. Groovy completely. Like it is a, I know for a fact, like obviously I've got the dreaded day job. And I know for a fact when I'm going to the dreaded day job, I might go to work some days, man, if the bus pass. For even a wallet or sometimes even the keys to get back home at night. But I always will have a notepad and pen in my bag. Never forget that. I don't. That's always at the bottom of my bag. So, and if I'm doing right at home, it stays back and pull out and write it. Then, yeah, I get what you mean with that. Do you, f- that you have like well because you have this like um, uh, notebook pattern, the same as me, like this notebook lifestyle, for want of a better thing. Um, do you find that? So one time I was on tour um, as a musician not as a poet uh, whatever (laughs) and so I was on tour in Europe playing solo in Italy and one year and I lost (gasps) people wonder I've got my hands on the face I've done that it's a heartbreaking moment for any writer but then a few years later which was kind of unheard of like the booking agency I was working with was always wanting wanting to widen their scope. So it was very rare to play the same venue twice, you know? Um, so, and I randomly ended up being back in the venue where I'd lost this book, but I just oh. accepted that it was gone. You know, I was just there to do the gig. Was in the middle of the gig, middle of the set. And the guy who ran the bar just stopped the set and walked out, he didn't really speak much English, but his vibes were greater than language, as they always are, and walked out with my songbook wrapped up and just gave it to me with a big smile. And I read that book on the, the train station 
And it felt like, I don't know if you have this reading back over old work, I think because, I mean, obviously, like, fundamentally, we change completely as people every seven yeah. years. Less of time as well, yeah. That, you feel that, like, even just in, like, lockdown, you know, I think we're all very different people now than we were before. And the, yeah, to read, it felt like reading someone else's book. Yeah, I get that myself because I'll tell, tell you my story now. I'm not normally as talkative as I'm to you. You're also a different case here. Now, I don't know what you do, but throughout all my life since I've been about 10, every time I complete a poem, whether I do it or not, I put them in like a little A5 hardback book. And I've got, because I'm 48 now, I've got over 55 of them, would you believe? Yeah. And I, I spent last, what? two days trying to find a poem for something I needed to research on. And when I found it, it was 20 years old, and I sat there thinking, I told Amanda this, it felt like I was rereading somebody else's work. Like, yeah. what you said, it's, I think life is an evolution. And if your case is saying seven-year cycles, over a year in lockdown, I think has been a seven-year cycle for us. Absolutely. And I get, <laughs> that's what you look at like that, don't you think of that, Ben? This poem wrote when I was 28 and I was at university. I looked at it and I thought, I was reading some back and I thought to myself, what on earth was it on when I wrote, wrote that? You just wonder sometimes. That's why, but it was, the outlook was completely different. I could tell it was me in elements, but I think you're right. Your writing just move, it moves on all the time. I think it depends. Like, and then I, I truly feel like there's lots of different voices. I think from lack of... I've always very much felt like it takes a village both inside and outside. <laughs> so it's been like the course of when you're getting to know yourself, you, and especially during down with lack of social contact, it's been a very blessed time to get to know the village within. Yeah, you yeah, know? completely, yeah. Like all the different voices, all the different people that make up me, whether they're like the role of the big sister or this or that or the other you know um and yeah that's been really interesting to kind of listen more closely to those voices to let them talk to see who they are to give them space to give them form and function to allow them to be um it's still a work in progress so i'm not going to read it today but one of the great things that i've played with during lockdown was, you know, sometimes I was watching some mindless, you know, I haven't got a TV, but like some mindless media. You're going you're gonna to love us. We've not had a TV in years. Don't it, It's just, I think... Not interested, like, not interested. So. Like my parents have them and like, that's like, it's cool and it's it serves a thing and I can't pretend that I don't zone out to media. It's just not called a television. Um, so, but yeah, the... Um, I was watching something and not really watching it. And then sometimes when that happens, you can hear your mind start to talk. And this one time I just picked up a pen and rather than try and see if it wanted to be a poem or see if it wanted to be a song or anything like that, I just dictated what my mind was talking about. And as yeah. I dictated what my mind was talking about, different voices started to present themselves to me. They started to have conversations with each other. They started to 
interact with each other, these different voices, these different sensations of self. And that has become this big poem that I kind of feel like is maybe more of a play than a poem. I don't know what it is. So I'm not going to read that today, but that's very much something that's like in my, in the forefront of where I'm up to at the moment is exploring more of that. I feel like we have so many elements of ourselves that because of our upbringing or because of society or because of the roles we're expected to play now, there's parts of ourselves that get told they are bad and wrong and not allowed and not acceptable and not good enough. And those voices, if not allowed outlet, if not an allowed love, if not allowed a place to talk, they will only yeah. hurt you like a dog without a door it will attack you in the end, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, completely. Definitely. No, I completely agree with you. Like, I think it's, if you're looking at the way your brain thinks at the minute, it's like, back to Priest, but you said today, completely, we don't know what the next year is going to be like for us again. I think if we look at your cycle of seven years into one year, this year is going to be another year of change because obviously things won't go back to the way they were. And then, like, you've been nurturing other emotions and other feelings, I think, in the next year as well. I think the, the forced introspection of this time has hopefully sped up our individual evolution, which hopefully, when we're allowed to be a more physically proactive system, will speed up our collective evolution. Yeah, because yeah has been stagnant for a long time we've been stuck in victorian concepts of what education self medicine Agreed. race sexuality everything we've been stuck in victorian ideas of what those things are for too long so yeah, i agree hope- I agree, agree straight of time hopefully that will be a igniter to make I things think- I think you're dead right, because you look at the way society's gone, it's pushed society along probably 10 or 20 years in a year. Mm-hmm. And it'll take probably another two years to get, well, reasonable, some kind of normality. And by the end of that, who knows where we're going to be? Mm-hmm. No, I agree, with you. I agree with you completely with that one straight away. So I want to ask you then, obviously, um, you've obviously been telling me about you've done some touring and playing abroad and stuff. What was your experiences like playing abroad? Because I've done some, but I think you've done more than me by the sound of things. Um, well, it depends. Obviously, everywhere is different. Um, but very, very noticeably, the arts are considered a trade as they incredibly are outside of the UK. Yeah, different sort of feeling in the UK, that's for sure with it. Because I know from Amanda constantly is trying to get paid work in the arts. And the amount of times you're getting people trying to pull fast ones on you, getting to do it with nothing or not pay you at all. You don't, you don't I agree with you completely, Stephanie, with that one. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Now, I want to ask you a couple of spells I want to touch on as well with you. I was going through your Instagram page before as well with your music, and I'm a bit confused this one. Did your debut EP, No Blades, No Bones, is it out yet or is it still forthcoming? 
Oh, no, no, no. Um, that's a different project. So No Blades, No Bones is a the EP of a band that, um, like a duo, um, like punk project I, I was part of called Glow. Ah, right, yeah. I wasn't sure what's up with, that's what I mean, I was trying to get the idea when you had on your projects. I wasn't yeah, sure if that project was still going, right? Yeah, I've got a solo album that I started, I wrote, well, initially, the initial outline for it, I wrote over two days in first lockdown. I played guitar wow. for 10 every day. And I didn't even notice the time go. It was, it was until, only until my housemates were like, are you okay? <laughs> that um, was, yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um, so that's been really interesting to explore that. But as, as we've said, feel a very different person now to when I wrote that and so it's going to be interesting I've recorded half of it in Manchester but then had to stop going over to record so that's going to be a very interesting thing to complete it from the other side yeah I can imagine when you get back up to Manchester to finish recording it it'll probably be a completely different album to when it started off like you said because even that sort of be an album of two halves into and out to outro or something yeah no, good luck, definitely so. And obviously, I'm guessing that you envisage when things return to normal, you'll be out gigging it all. You'll be giving lots of gigs, then basically, won't you? To try and oh, get it yes. done. I'd, um, I had half a European tour booked solo just before first lockdown hit. Bloody hell. So I'm going to see what's possible, when it's possible, when it's safe to do so. Um, but I'm taking my time with it because. I think, if anything, this great dance has taught me patience more than my Aries self had beforehand. So, I'm yeah, I'm okay with things coming when they come and, you know, taking time to do things that, yeah, groovy. Oh, hang on one minute. My cat wants to come in. Can I let the cat in? Bring your cat into the podcast. That sounds good to me. Hey, babe. Come on. Right, we have a guest now, everybody, again, because Stephanie's brought her cat into the podcast now. What's your cat called, Stephanie? He's not just mine. Um, oh. He belongs to the... To the um, he's called Jasper, and he is longer than a yard. <gasps> he's oh, massive. He's a big boy. Yeah, he's a big boy, isn't he, straight away? God. He'll Honored to be his friends. Oh, he's gorgeous. And I've grown up with cats all my life, so I absolutely adore them. So he's gorgeous. I, I hope they can hear. Can they hear his purr? Yeah, they would have heard that then, our viewers, definitely. So it's absolutely gorgeous. Oh. I read somewhere that the frequency of a cat's purr not only heals the cat, but also heals the people that hear it. So I really hope that. Everyone can hear that. Oh, yeah, completely. She tells straight away, he's one, that's one very, very loving cat. And I'm not, I can hear that immediately. He's beautiful. Is he much of a talker then, is he really, as a cat? Some cats are more than others, aren't they? Um, well, we talk with vibes a lot. And, like, yeah, he's very cosmic. He seems to, there's four of us in the house. And he's very wild. And so he's mainly outside. But he really, the any of us aren't okay, he does not leave your side. Oh, that's beautiful. 
my ex, yeah. my ex from some years, a couple of years ago, she had a little Bengal cat, and, oh, wow. and that cat was like a, like a third arm to her. Basically, everywhere she went, the cat was with her, wouldn't leave her alone. And every time, every time something went wrong, straight underneath, purring at her, like Jasper is you there, basically. Oh. I know you do because he's straight. He's, he's a lovely, he's a loving cat. Oh. I bet, I bet he's like a horse look. I can tell by the size of him there straight away. That's one big cat. Are you? Yeah, he brings home like big animals. <laughs> he's, oh, I was going to ask you about that next and does he hunt? Of <laughs> course he does. He's very um, wise. He's not ours. We are very lucky that he chooses to be our friend. Yeah, he looks you all as and feed us, basically. No, no he feeds <laughs> lovers. Oh, like, yeah. From the forest. <laughs> oh wow! So I take it then, where you're living, Stephanie? Are you actually living quite near a forest? Then are you, or is it? I'm in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, who's the Hanif here? Is it? Is it? Um, yeah. So, yeah, really close. So there's a forest. You can't see where I'm pointing, but I hope the vibe is there. Yeah, we'll get the vibe oh, definitely. Yeah. There, everyone. Scotland, Tenerife. So over there is um, the forest and behind the forest is a river and it's got a tree that I go and meditate with and it's really beautiful. I feel so like totes privileged to get to be near such nature during all lockdown. I've got friends who've lived in the city with no garden and like, God bless them, truly. It's, like, it's not easy. It's not easy because I've been under lockdown because most of it because I'm, I'm I shield in most times. I'm diabetic. So it's mm. like, yeah, so I've got by lockdown. What I have to do is that we've got on the back of where we are, there's a cricket ground and the cricket ground is shut down. So like every chance I can, I need some peace and quiet. We go sit in the cricket ground at the back because there's nobody there. Oh, there's massive oh, grass oh, fields and trees. Hey. Not, 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 not good as what you've got. That's for sure of it. But have, have you found in over time, and obviously I know you would have lived in the city then, Everywhere you've travelled to, you've lived at, as each part of the place you lived at reflected yourself in your writing and you change as a person, do you think? Uh, I think that it must. Like, we're, we are porous creatures, aren't we? Like, we're so porous for each other and our environments. Um. I don't know, like we've said about how much that you change as a person as you grow up, as you go on. The I won't say grow up because I don't really believe in that. Um, no. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, but definitely, like as you go on, as yeah, I really think that. Yeah, we take it all on, don't we? You know, the everyone has the pip of themselves, I guess. Or maybe even that's an illusion. I don't know. But very much we're deeply, deeply inspired and affected by our different environments and relationships for certain. Yeah, I think, well, like I said, back to what I said before, is when we eventually got a lockdown, then your case, if you're, you're doing a lot of travelling, wherever you end up next in the next couple of years, it, everything will be reflected again and again and again. So, yeah. Getting completely that brilliant. Okay, now I think that's pretty well covered on what I'll talk to you about today. So, Stephanie, if people want to find out more about you, where are the best going? Okay, if you would like to, to be honest with you, I try and force myself to do social media 
<laughs> um, so I, if you go onto Instagram, if you go inside the internet and you go inside Instagram and you type in at solution you are, as in you are the solution, but solution you are, um, then that's where I live in Instagram. Um, my website is stephaniefinnegan.com. Um, and if you would like to, some of the poems that I'm going to be reading today are from two little poetry pamphlets that have been made over time. Uh, you can order those either by, if you message me on Instagram or they're for sale inside the shop in my website. Um, Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, I've, I've been looking at them before, so that's great. Great idea. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, then. Now, what we'll then do is we'll, we'll take a quick break and let you get yourself composed. And then we're back in two minutes, everybody. And I'll ask Stephanie a couple of quick questions about her poetry pamphlets because my website, my internet froze on me for a few minutes then. So, and I couldn't get into the shop page myself. So, we'll ask you about them and then we'll let you do some poems for us. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Thank you, everybody. Stay around. See you in a minute. Spoken Hi, guys. Okay. Straight back to me and Stephanie now. I've got to ask her before we start, because I think I've had a couple of issues with me her, on web website for a few minutes then I was. Now, I'm looking at a shop at the moment. Now, there's some, some excellent stuff in here, but straight away with it. So, now what's the title of your little books and if people are interested in, Stephanie, just, just so people know? One of them is called Escape. Which I'm looking like at now, yeah. How, how Escape is spelt on the laptop. So... E-S-C, pion, 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 pion. Um, yeah, that was my first one, and I like it. Yeah, it's great. Um, I like looking at the cover, there, right? Because <laughs> you can, what I like what your work is, and I'm, this I want to talk to you about this today, was you've got that sort of um, punk ethos about you, where everything's like, you can tell it's done from the heart. And I think it's a great, it's a great cover, that way you've done it straight away. <laughs> Thank you very much. My dad taught me. My dad used to be a printer and he taught me how to like make little books. So if anyone wants to make their own little book, um, yeah, all you need to do is do them, fold it the way you want it to fold and then open it up and then get a rubber and a stapler and line it up for your stapling You've got to have practice to staple perfectly in the crease. Perfectly in the crease, staple into the rubber, and then you turn it over, pop the rubber off, and then you fold them down. Really? No. I love the way you're doing that. So. Really easy and really fun. So, yeah, if anyone wants to make their own, do, go for it. Go for it. More, the more poetry in the world, the better. Now, I'm guessing, obviously, the second one, was it? I'm looking here. I know I can see you've done an album as well. Uh, the album obviously was a, I'm trying to read the handwriting here. A cross stitch atomy. That's a obviously an Yeah. That was an album. I can see that. And I love what you wrote on this, which record, recorded while this pretended to be a drunken old bird lady in the cottage in Wales with a dog for warmth. And I thought that's that's, that's brilliant. Nice. What was the story behind that then? That little like this album then. Uh, that one. Oh my god, that was so long ago. Um. It was what it was, and 
the bit about having a dog for warmth was not a lie. When I was recording that album, that cottage was so cold. We genuinely, the dog was the warmest thing in the cottage. <laughs> Eved our lives. So, yeah, it was only, you know, yeah, it was <laughs> only a small percentage metaphor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'll get you. I get you straight away with it. But I think everything, everything, like that, you put them all up, but the dog for warmth was it adds to the sort of ambience and the time itself when you recorded it. That's why, that's why I love loving the hearing stories like that. Now, the other book, I mean, I think I've read this right, is is it, it can mix, is it? Or is that another album? You know, you've got, um, I'm looking at your shop where you've got listed. Oh, I don't read shop. I'm sorry, what is there? <laughs> okay, you've got your DNA evolving EP. Yeah. A cross stitch atomy, a skate yeah. and pick and mix. Oh, a pick and mix. I just made that. That's just a pick and mix. That's just I was just you can just uh, yeah, you I was just putting things together. Uh-huh. Sometimes people are like, "Oh, I love that one or this one from this thing." And so sometimes I'll just make people a pick and mix of like Ah, oh, right, yeah. Yeah, all kinds of things, basically. So, oh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. You know, the corner shop of art, like the sweet shop of art, being like, would you like a poem and a song? And I'll make a little playlist for you and I can send it off to you. Um, like that, yeah. Brilliant. Okay, uh, that covers the shop. These people are interested. Check, check out the shop because what I've seen Stephanie's work, I think she's really, really one off. So, right, you're going to do some pieces for us now, Stephanie, aren't you? So, yes. Thank you for this opportunity to play this game because I like, uh, I have a semi-photographic memory for things that I've written down in my own handwriting and I haven't had a good excuse to play with that 80s Rolodex of poetry for a while. So thank you for that. This isn't a poem. This is just a thank you, Tandy. Um, So this is a poem. Only with utter honesty, only with mouthing that which is felt and hardly ever said, the niggle of insecurity will giggle no more if thrust out into the world. Be not ashamed, our fears deserve to be heard. Let us dilute them in darkness, whispering in blind sight of luminous vision, and mission to grow past the hurtful names we call ourselves when only ourselves are listening. There was an artichoke, an art to choke, a life that broke, a joke so old it became serious. Browbeating, swift meeting, held the power of a home hand, never demand it is beautiful that we should meet and pass by focus i i hone as though all you want is carpentry i am the tree not and arms rough skin protect ancient swirling center i'm now mentor counsel and cloak serious became it old so joker Broke that life, a uh, choke to art, a uh, arted choke, and was there. 
To be upon reflection is to feel mirrored weight upon you. To stand under agreement is to understand a bruise. To partition your heart is to say who's having who. To be at war with self-involvement is to not know what to do. Coursing through the exile, the trials come with the moon. Coursing through the fabric, oh, the clothes come off too soon. Middle morning guesswork is a course within itself. To cause your own trajectory is to mop the blood with stealth. To be one with the river, be prepared for how you're damned. To be fed by expectation, be prepared for many hands. To evict your lousy demons, be prepared for last demands. To push, to rise above, is to learn how the hell to land. Notify your next of kin that you'll not be as you were. The past is as you cast it, and what's felt is rarely heard. Dismantling your fear of risk means welcoming each stare. To mark your next reply is to gauge what's to be shared. Every curse would be a happy one if we practiced what we've learned. This next one decided that it want, wanted to live in the Queen's voice. So this is my best attempt at the Queen's voice. And the problem of the mystery is the vision of itself indirectly derived from the dream of someone else. Sociological factors are having a meal time of their own. Plato has been at the table with knives and fucks and soons. And the merging of the mindsets is consequentially all that's left anthropological empathy slash spiritual rebirth. In short, they tally up their subjects. They have their eye upon the prize. They must disunite to disembowel the markup on our lives. And so to conclude the force-fed day of the pro-retire lot, I spoke not to my colleague as we stirred the system pot. There is a red door on the mountain. Now they call it scree. 1919, the time is always the same. 1111, forget to set intention. Bleak and vacant the world, the state of the world is the state I am in, just above the water to not choke, but the panic has set in, can barely float, let alone swim, so twiddle system toys to keep the creatures from co-creating, empathy igniting lightbox slash torture slash hypnotism. Did you know? 
it only takes 20 rotations to hypnotize a chicken. I am not much bigger. They are slightly better. When I lose my head, I can't move. I wish I could say this better. I wish I could word as simultane, as complex as it seem. What am I saying? On good days we surf together. We are lost and found, lost and found, lost and found, juggled daily. It is 2020, <laughs> 17, 17, 10, 10. The ability of the human to dehumanize cuts us each down every time. Say it till it pulses through your pigmentation. Say it till our shame and awareness grow to address the corruption of our own socialization. This has never been someone else's war. The world is the mind mobilized. There can be no unity while any other is seen as less than. Say it till it's felt and truly known. We will not be sorted separately no more. Black lives matter. Trans lives matter. Disabled lives matter. Noticing the noticing and tunneling through every wall forged between me and you. Noticing the noticing and tunneling through every wall forged between me and you. Far and away, my only no, no, you are bowing to old notions and that does not serve you now. You found a bag of boys' clothes and your inner boy smiled. We, that is the us in me, have worn them all week. Adult proud child healing. You called me tomboy and my clothes were never appropriate or right or polite for mass or family gatherings but I am family. I am God and I look like this and I love like this. And it confines me in no way that you ever get to choose. We are feeling more connected. We are feeling more of all ourselves. Ourselves dance at this party of inclusion. I cook up cosmic fusion in the form we call myself. All the spice that was said wasn't wanted, I now take down from the shelf. 
and mix until old anger boils and bubbles over top. The potion of all my magic together is now what gets me hot. I will not play the old roles we have laid down for each other beyond a time when I know them to be old. I will try to strive beyond blame and shame, both inward and outward for all of our many transgressions. I will no longer feel ashamed or unworthy to strive towards my full potential and will never again feel beaten, but celebrate as I watch you strive towards yours. I will let go of the arrogance which assumes I could ever be responsible for your happiness, but continue to send you love anyway. I will renounce the culturally imbued lie that it is only in the giving of my body that I can show that I truly care and know that I am valuable, powerful, genuine, justified, full of love and light. Should I fuck you or not? And should you want to or not? I am worth more than the presence of physical desire and will endeavor to treat you kindly whilst not feeling myself diminished, even if you don't dig this yet or ever. I am beyond the sum of how you choose to judge me. And you are far beyond the narrow mindsets I label you with when my mind is weak and your face unforgiving. There is no weakness or failure in success gained slowly. There is no weakness or failure in success at speed. There is no weakness or failure in success never realized because this is just that, a realization. There is no invisible scoreboard save that which we chalk for ourselves, the rules may be washed and rewritten whenever it takes our mood. Your love for me is a mirror. My love of us is a mirror. All this from I in a mirror. And so I vow to love myself. This river is a torment, I'm dormant. The roof lets in the monsoon and the monkeys hoot their calling. The sky makes tree a silhouette and now I'm soaked through, pouring. Greet all parts of sublime, I can't tell if you are done with me. I never want to hurt you. The unsure makes me cautious, galling. If this tree was exile, I'd be homestead calling. Nature sounds so different here, bleeps trills so conversational. Indoor lights, techno flowers, in the wire-wound orchard. Here there are portions of savoury and sweet, inverted and released such subtle courtship, inviting mouth to mouth to travel south with you and swim. I am warm, it begins, and how it never happens. 
an ending as the branches bends to breeze like caresses, caresses on an air made arm. I see now truth is lawless. Of course, we help each other. Beyond words, beyond wishing or wailing, simply sailing, sailing, sailing serene. If you don't want to meet me, then I am that bit more free. So I notice when my teeth grit and rest, lubricate meat muscle with a love that can stretch. I notice when my teeth grit and rest, lubricate meat muscle with a love that can stretch. Murder, she wrote, the crows gather and float the thermals while we wear them. To be in nature is my favorite coat. Let's go for a walk again. We be the organism whose primary function is the finding of foundations and constant creation of ideas. To facilitate these into a concrete correlation of a better way to breathe, will give momentum to your dreams. As such, the caged head will be fed by the smell of solution. The pollution that surrounds you will start slowly to dissipate. Now contagious, the atoms will begin to emulate the sense of this coming rest. Evolution will cease its stagnant pace and the possibilities shall be boundless. Superb. Absolutely. Really, really enjoyed that, Stephanie, then. Mesmerising as well. So hopefully anybody's heard that and sat there thinking like me. Wow. Absolute brilliant. Thank you very much for today. It's been a pleasure. Really has been a pleasure. So hang around. I need to speak to you off mic anyway. Obviously, okay. of all the podcasts is finished, I need to talk to you anyway. So, well, thank you for today. I've really enjoyed it. Really, thank really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. And to everyone listening, whether you buy my poetry or somebody else's, always, 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 always support the arts. <laughs> I can't, I can't carry that on. So, I'm just going to say, stay safe, guys and girls, and I'll see you all soon. Spoken, mate.